I always say organic social media content is a bit of a slow burner, but in my opinion, it is well worth the wait. So today's episode, we're going to dive right in. We're going to break down this process of turning a follower into a customer, and I've broken it down into four different stages. So we're going to chat through each one of those stages and how we shift people through this sales funnel. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode I'm really excited about, which to be honest, I'm excited about every podcast episode. I'm really enjoying the podcast at the moment. But today we're talking all about how to turn your followers into customers. We're really going to break down this process of going from attracting in our followers, nurturing them and turning them into paying customers or clients. This is such an important process to understand whatever business you're in and whether you're selling services or products. It's so important to really have an in-depth understanding of this process so that we can make sure we are getting as many customers through this funnel as possible. I was actually talking about this this week on a call with one of my private students and we were talking about how I just love organic social media, right? You can pay for Facebook ads and it's an entirely different funnel. You know, if you pay for an Instagram or Facebook ad, you want someone to get an immediate purchase. You want to advertise an awesome deal, you know, some kind of flash sale, some kind of freebie bonus or free shipping or whatever it might be. And you get people who are already primed to buy really, you know, if I've been searching pajamas on on the internet, you know, Facebook and Google are going to track that in their magic ways. And I'm suddenly going to start getting ads for, you know, pretty pink pajamas. It's going to specifically target me. It's going to know everything about me and it's going to put together this perfect little ad for me. <laughs> and that's why it's it's very much a click to buy. You know, you get those instant results. And it's a very different world, this paid social media management or paid social media marketing, because you get those really clear ROI results, you know, your return on your investment. You can see like, okay, I've paid $50 for this ad and I've made $100 off it. And you can really scale these ads to crazy amounts of numbers. And it's all about like maths and and doing the numbers and you see numbers and you get these really clear results. Whereas you compare that to organic social media and it's a lot slower process. It's it's a real journey. You don't usually get those instant kind of results. And it's also a lot harder to track those results. You might get someone on Instagram following you for a while and it takes them three months to make a purchase. Or you might get someone who follows someone on Instagram and refers them, like sends a product to a friend and they buy it. You can't really have the intense amount of tracking. And because of that, I think a lot of people undervalue the power of social media and and the power of organic content specifically, just because they don't understand this process of turning followers into clients. They don't understand the journey and they don't understand the time it takes. But for me, it's been incredibly valuable, not only for myself, but also for my clients. And it's why I love doing what I do. And it's why I specialize in organic Instagram content for my social media agency. 
I always say organic social media content is a bit of a slow burner, but in my opinion, it is well worth the wait. So today's episode, we're going to dive right in. We're going to break down this process of turning a follower into a customer, and I've broken it down into four different stages. So we're going to chat through each one of those stages and how we shift people through this sales funnel, because that's what it is at the end of the day. Sales funnel has always sounded to me like a fancy marketing term, this fancy lingo, and I actually talk about this in my course, Get the Gram. People are often scared of a sales funnel or they spend weeks and weeks trying to figure out their own sales funnel when really for me, it's just a fancy marketing lingo. It's a fancy word that marketing people use to sound really intelligent and onto it, which I guess may be a bit of a generalization, but that's just my perception of sales funnel as a word. And for me, what I really like to call it instead is this like journey or a pathway or this customer journey. I think that really simplifies it and it's really going to help you guys understand these four stages as well. So if you're a visual person, maybe you do want to get out a little funnel, draw that on a piece of paper and take these four steps through that funnel. Because the idea is we're going to be getting a whole bunch of people interested in our product on social media, but not all of those people that we initially attract are going to convert to a customer. That's a really key thing to point out first before we dive into these four stages. Not everyone, not every follower is going to survive the four stages or the five stages. I've got five. I've been saying four this whole time and I've just noticed on my little notes that I actually have five. There's a bonus number five. <laughs> but what I mean is I have, for example, 4,000 followers on Instagram at the moment. We've rolled over to 4,000, which is super exciting because I only had 3,000 when we started the podcast. Um, but not all of my 4,000 followers are going to buy my courses or hire me as a social media manager, right? I'm not going to convert every single one of them. That's just a little bit of a reality check before we dive into our four slash now five stages of turning our followers into customers. So with that all being said, with that all out of the way, let's dive into the first stage. Now, the first stage I have simply called attraction. This is all about drawing in our followers, really attracting them, really providing good content that gets them hooked, gets them interested. So the attraction stage of your customer journey could look something like reels. Reels are fantastic for attracting new people and also catching the eye of followers who have maybe gone a bit dead on you. Maybe they've followed you for you know a few months, but they haven't really been interacting with your content. Um, I don't know about you guys, but like I follow almost a thousand people on Instagram and I'm on Instagram every single day. But of those thousand people I follow, the algorithm will probably not prioritize all of them, right? Some of them slip through the cracks and I don't see their content for a couple of weeks. And then they pop up again, sometimes with a reel, sometimes with some kind of um, really high value viral post and that pops up and I get interested in their content again. So this attraction stage can apply to new followers and also existing followers who need that little bit of reconnection, need that little bit more of attraction to your content. And of course, the reason I bring up reels in this stage is because they have insane, insane reach. If you guys would like a podcast episode all about reels, do let me know because I freaking love them. If you go to my Instagram page, I have so many. Um, I have so much fun making them for myself and also my clients. And I just love the reach that it has. There's so much potential, so much possibility. It's such a great way to get your content and your profile in front of brand new people who have never seen your stuff before. And that's a kind of privilege we used to pay for 
for with paid ads. So this is really exciting. Make sure you're using reels if you're not already. So that is essentially the first stage of attraction. We're just putting out really good content, hoping that it will, you know, go viral, hoping that it's um, going to connect with people. It's got to be really good content that's within our niche, really targeted towards our audience, of course. But that is attraction. That is step one. And we obviously have a very wide reach with attraction. We're trying to reach a lot of people because not all of those people, as I said, are going to survive these five stages. So attraction is the biggest one. The next step, the next step of our customer journey our sales funnel as we kind of I guess funnel further down and we trim a bit more people off the edges is obviously we'll attract people in who just aren't the right fit for us right they might see a really cool reel by us they might follow us but then they just don't quite gel with our content they're not the perfect client or customer for us and that's totally okay what we're focusing on in step two or stage two of this process is building connection with those dream clients or customers building connection that is the key step here. Now that we have drawn in these potential customers, it's all about developing that connection, you know, creating more high value content that they can really enjoy and connect with and start getting that almost like your, your regular name popping up in their Instagram feed. You start showing up your Instagram stories, your Instagram lives, IGTVs, whatever the content is. And they're looking at it being like, hey, this Alan chick, I really like her stuff. Or maybe it's a post talking about how, um, like, I really struggle as an introvert in business. We've done a podcast episode about that as well. But maybe someone reads that and they're like, damn, I so relate to this post. I'm an introvert as well. Like, this is really cool. This chick, Alan, is totally on my level. I relate to her stuff so much. That's really the second phase. We're really narrowing our field of potential clients and customers and starting to pick out the ones who are going to be really, really good for us. And you'll notice that I always put a really positive spin on this when it comes to this customer journey. Like for me, it's not about losing potential clients. It's not about losing money. It's about finding the right people for you. That's something I'm so passionate about because if you get the wrong client or customer, someone who doesn't really believe in your services, believe in your skills or your worth, they're going to be an absolute pain in the ass. I have worked with many of these people in my almost three years of side hustling and also running my full-time business. And I can tell tell you from experience, these people are just not worth the battle. They'll become so much effort and pain, that little pain point in your back, that will be them for the continuation of your working relationship, the continuation of your contract. So this customer journey is all about not only our customers finding the right person, aka us, but it's about us finding the right clients for for ourselves, you know, making sure our business is full of joy, uh, passion and excited clients who value us. So that's a really key step in that second stage. Moving on to stage number three. Stage three is called nurturing the relationship. So it's very much similar to stage two, but I think it's really important we break this down into two separate stages because it is a process. Like I said in the beginning, organic social media is a journey. It's a process to get our customers through this, this funnel. So nurturing the relationship is all about taking that connection. We've already established that attraction, those things, we've ticked those boxes. Now we really want to nurture these new followers and turn them into fans, right? So again, it's all about continuing to put out that high value content, being really consistent, but also focusing on how we can really develop that connection more and build this fan kind of relationship or just a friendship even. Like a lot of my followers, I feel like they're my friends 
friends. <laughs> They're not my fans. You know, we have conversations. I know random things about their lives and I know how they're feeling. I know what they're trying to do with their business. And that's really, really awesome. And of course, it's a key part of this process, this customer journey. We really want to become their friends. So obviously, like I said, we're putting out that high value content, that content that really sings and hits home with our ideal clients. But we're also making sure we're doing things like Instagram lives where it's like you can take things to the next level. Like I feel video content, especially live content, really helps establish your sort of personality and really helps people connect with you more. That's a great example of a next level sort of stage of the connection of the relationship. Another example is really fun Instagram stories, you know, start integrating polls, doing Q&As, focus on relationship building activities and posts. You know, you've got your high value content. How can we build on this more and really showcase ourselves? Because that's the really cool thing about social media, which I bring up time and time again. It's such a unique way of marketing because we can really build a relationship with our audience. We can really establish such a close bond, something that you could never get previously from a magazine ad, a TV ad, a billboard, all of these other more traditional media platforms do not stand a chance against social media and the kind of connection we can develop with our audience. So again, coming back to what I talked about at the beginning of this episode and Facebook ads, you know, this is why I love organic social media so much more because you have the ability to build a real fan base and a real relationship with your audience, which a cold Facebook ad just doesn't do. People are just shopping for a deal when it comes to a Facebook ad. They're not really connecting with the brand and they're not going to become one of those like returnee customers, you know, one of those real fans who buys everything that you put out. I'm getting so excited and into this podcast episode. Can you tell I'm like yelling into my microphone? My podcast editor is probably going to have to like turn down the mic or something. I'm just very overexcited. But we're going to head into step number four before my microphone breaks from all of my excitement. Stage number four is start the conversations. So again, this is all part of that process of building the relationship. You know, now that you're doing Instagram Live, you're doing really fun personality-driven stories, you're doing Q&As maybe, it's time to connect with people over DM and comments in the comment section. So DMs I've talked about previously in podcast episodes because they are so valuable and it's what I use to launch my courses and my programs and get new one-on-one clients. I really push and direct people to my direct messages. I said direct so many times in that sentence. (laughs) Direct people to my DMs. That sounds better. There we go. But the reason why I do this is because, again, it's just an opportunity to develop more of that connection, like having a conversation in privacy over DMs, maybe even sending voice notes has such more more power and it's so much more compelling for a potentially interested client or customer. They're actually talking to you directly. There's no like feedback forms to go through. There's no hoops. There's no emails. It's literally as simple as a direct message for your customer. They can see when you've seen the message. Message. You can engage, you can send emojis, you can send vo- voice notes, like I said earlier. And for me, it's these conversations that I have in the DMs that really lead to booking my clients. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something like an inquiry. Like it doesn't have to be someone sending me a DM like, hey, I want to sign up for your coaching or like, hey, I have a question about your course. It could be something as simple as, hey, I just watched your new, your new YouTube video and I just loved it. I really related to what you were talking about. I'm trying to start a business, blah, blah, blah. 
just wanted to say how inspiring you are. Like I get messages like these all the time and I love them. Like they seriously make my day. And that is why I put out all this awesome free content like on this podcast and on my YouTube channel and on my Instagram. It's to really help and connect with people. But on the flip side, those of you that have that business hat on, you'll be able to see quite clearly what I'm doing. I'm bringing people on this customer journey. I'm bringing them down my sales funnel. So what might start as a simple conversation like, hey, I loved your latest post or even just a reaction to a story or even replying to a message about my foster dog, you know, something that's completely not related to my business at all. What I'm just doing is starting a general conversation. And from there, I can either lead people towards courses or just focus on building that relationship. So the next time a new course, a new sale, a new offer pops up on my Instagram, these people are already warmed up to me. They already have a connection with me. We already have an open and current DM thread or conversation. So they can jump back into those DMs and be like, hey, it's me again. Like we were chatting last week about your YouTube video, but I just saw that you have a sale on for your course. Um, I'm quite interested in this. Like, can I have a few more details or can I book a one-on-one call? Or they might reply to a story that's like, I just did a private one-on-one call. This literally happened to me this week. Uh, Tomorrow, I have two discovery calls for my one-on-one coaching. And it's all come from one Instagram story that I posted talking about a one-on-one call that I had with a current student this week. So you'll see how I've, I've really warmed these people up, how we've been having conversations, we've been chatting, they've been engaging with my content. My content really sings to them, really relates to them, their problems, their life, what they're going through. And then we kind of get to the the fifth stage, which I've kind of started talking about already. I'm getting ahead of myself. But that's really because these stages really do flow together, right? This is a funnel and it all kind of flows. And the fifth stage is really simple. It's You're going to be kind of like, duh, of course we know what the fifth stage is probably when you hear it. <laughs> but the fifth stage is just to sell, sell and sell again. So what I mean by this is I'm constantly showing up every week and reminding people of my offers, even if it's in a, like a subtle way. So it might be, again, posting an Instagram story like, yeah, you just wrapped an amazing call with my one-on-one student. We learn about this, that and that. And someone can see that and be like, oh, I want to learn that. I want to do one-on-one coaching versus a blatant ad on my feed or something that's like one-on-one coaching spots open now like this this story actually might connect more to people than those feed posts but I'm doing both like I'm doing all of them And that's what I really mean by we're selling, we're selling, and we're selling again. You can't just present your offer once in one tidy little Instagram post. You have to get creative. Show your offer on stories. Show it on IGTV. Show it on Instagram Live. Show it on your reels. Be everywhere and make sure something always has a call to action or a link to your offer. You are always selling, right? This is a really important part. Like we're focusing on nurturing and building that relationship. But the end of the day, at the end of every post, there should be some kind of sales element to it. Like even as an example, last night I was posting pictures of my foster dog (laughs) and I was posting about, you know, and I was posting all about trying to settle this new dog in. He wasn't sleeping well in his crate. And here I was sitting in the dog crate, but also doing my Instagram posts for my clients for the evening. So I was like helping my dog. But even that story had an underlying like sales message to it. I'm still promoting myself. I'm still promoting my business. And it's the same thing you could do, say, on Instagram stories, posting a picture of your lunch, you know 
know, little snippets like that, which we love for Instagram stories, because again, that's all part of the nurturing stage, stage three that we've talked about, nurturing the relationship, building that connection, building that friendship. That's what those stories are all about. But then after we've posted about our lunch, we could do a little time lapse, you know, I don't know, working on our new course or working on our new social media service package. Make sure you are consistently following up your amazing content with an offer or with your services, right? People are, people have short attention spans. I was about to be like, people are dumb. And I'm like, Ellen, don't say that on a podcast. <laughs> Even though I just said it. I'm like, that's where my brain immediately goes. But not, that's not what I mean. What I mean is people have a short attention span. People scroll through social media really, really fast. So you might feel like you are talking about your offer, your services way too much. Like you just don't stop every single day you're selling. But the thing is your followers won't actually see it this way, right? They're not going to see every single post. They might skim through some posts so they may not even read the call to action at the bottom of your caption maybe. If you feel like you are overselling right now, you were doing things right. And again, bringing this back to my own business and Instagram as an example, I post so much about my Insiders Club. It's a monthly membership. I do weekly live streams and monthly training workshops and it only costs $37. So it's like the best way and most affordable way to work with me. And I created it because I wanted to make sure people who couldn't afford my courses had some sort of support, accountability and a place to ask me for advice. And I freaking love it. And I talk about it a lot because I love it. And even then I'll get messages every now and then and I'd post on stories and be like, hey, just finished up a membership call or a live stream. And someone will reply being like, oh, this is so cool. I didn't know you had a membership. And I'm like, girl, I talk about this every single week, probably every like three or four days. And it's just funny because not everyone sees your content. So if you feel like you are just constantly talking about your sales and services, you're constantly selling and you never shut up about it, you are doing things right. If you only do one post a week mentioning your services or maybe one post a month, like you just post at the beginning of the month, like here's how you can work with me in September. No, girl, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you gotta be loud and proud with your service and offers. You have to constantly showcase yourself and you have to sell, sell and sell again because that's the final part of our funnel about our customer journey. They have to know what offers are on the table. They have to know where they can spend their money and they have to know how to work with you. A lot of people aren't going to go to the effort of going to your website and checking out your services there. You need to make sure you're putting that offer on the table right in front of them. And maybe these Instagram followers, maybe they didn't actually think that they needed to do a course on social media management or Instagram marketing, or maybe they didn't realize they needed a social media manager. For those of you listening who are social media managers, maybe they don't realize this until you put that offer right in front of their face, right on Instagram stories or right in an Instagram reel. And they're like, huh, maybe I do need to hire Alan. Maybe I do need to work with her. Versus if I just did a whole bunch of soft sales and didn't really, you know, finish off this beautiful customer funnel, people would love my content. They'd think I'm really awesome, they'd be a fan, but they wouldn't know how to work with me. I wouldn't be able to get those conversions. It's such a simple, simple final step, but so many people forget it. They don't utilize this opportunity enough and they have fantastic content, but no one knows how to work with them because they're too shy to sell 
or because they don't think they need to sell or have a call to action with every single post. So that is the end of my five stages for turning your followers into customers. First one, just to recap, was attraction. Number two, build a connection. Number three, nurture the relationship. Number four, start the conversations. Number five, sell again and again and again. So I am very out of breath after recording this podcast episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it and found some value in it. I really love diving deep into this marketing side of of Instagram and of the organic social media content. So let me know if you guys did enjoy this episode, if you'd like more episodes on similar topics. And as usual, feel free to slide into my DMs, have a chat over on Instagram at Alan McKenzie with an E. Yes, I always have to say with an E because with my Kiwi accent, it sounds like an A and my boyfriend never lets me hear the end of it. He's South African and he pronounced it like, like Ellen. I can't even say it. (laughs) That was a terrible South African accent. Uh, But you get my point. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And I will talk to you in the next episode of the Dishing Up Digital podcast. Thank you.